You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and me neighbor the je monsieur dode fayed on tonight's podcast matthew pavon wins at tory we'll see how that shook the blc leaderboard and then we head up the coast to the monterey peninsula the perfect meeting between land and sea Arr, pebble beach me matey pro-am elevated event Let's go. Hey, Johnny. Hello, words. They are, yeah. <laughs> the pirates who took siege at Pebble Beach. <laughs> it was an angry sea that day. <laughs> We're going to see a lot of that this week, and it looks like just uh, miserable. I just saw a clip of Tony Finau hitting a driver on the par 3 seventh hole, which is about like 110 yards. Yeah, yeah, and I saw they said that that still had 174-mile-an-hour ball speed. That tells me it was pretty windy. <laughs> it's a heavy wind, I tell you. Which, I, you see that kind of stuff every now and then on Instagram where it's like some random person playing it. It's like this old man just hit driver to like six feet, you know what I mean? But uh, Can you imagine Colt playing in that weather? Oh, oh God, call it! <laughs> call this off! Let's go! <laughs> He's going to go get a martini. He's going to be calling golf in that weather, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it's not going to be easy, apparently. Uh, I guess one of the days looks decent. And by that, I mean, like, cold and, and just cloudy. Rainy. Yeah, just, yeah, not, not windy as fuck. Yeah. I think sat, uh, Saturday and Sunday, the wind is supposed to be, if not more severe than it was today for that practice round. So I love it. Hey, that's why we like, that's why we like, we like watching these guys who are making millions just squirm for it. Don't we? Yes. Uh, and I mean, this is a tournament that historically the score, the like winning score what was it last year. It wasn't crazy. Like 14 under 13 under. I don't know. It was also a shittier field. This field's great. Yeah. It's, it's typically uh, not the, not the best of fields. As you said this, I was just saying, like, who did I pick? Oh, yeah, I don't have my picks in yet. So uh, we're going to be doing live picks right off the dome. Hey, the last time you did live picks off the dome, I believe they never got submitted. That's One of correct. the greatest picks, uh, greatest shows of all time, the infamous <laughs> Lost Shows. Listen, it didn't not happen, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say it didn't not. Trust me, I would love for it to be just perfect bluebird day and get to really see what, you know, what the courses look like and all that shit. But like you said, something about just making these guys squirm a little bit, huh? Like, you know, like if you get a finger up your ass or something weird like that, you know, oh, shit, don't touch me there. No. Yeah, you brought home that soft six and you didn't know you were going to get manhandled too. You thought you were just going to squeeze off an easy one, right? Yes. No, yes. no. She wants more. Uh, words. And of Is course, it hot in here? yeah. Of course, the other thing too, it, I love, I love the the celebrity aspect. This year, they're changing, and the celebrities are only playing two rounds. Your boy Bill Murray, I do not think is playing. No, he didn't get the invite. It's like yeah. it's only athletes and like big CEOs. time CEOs. Yeah, they're like get the fucking actors back to Hollywood. Yeah, 
Oh, I bet I bet some of those actors are pissed. Clint Eastwood's like, hey. where where am I? Hey. Oh, one of my a guy that I've met and played golf with before is playing in oh, this. Oh, well, please name drop. Yeah, uh, George Solich. He's playing in oh, this deal Solich. with JJ Spawn. That a babe. Uh, but obviously, my guy Josh Allen's also playing, so that's who I'm. That's who I'm really rooting for. And uh, yeah, he's getting a lot of pops for like a three handicap in real life. Well, that's obviously what happened with Aaron Rodgers last year. You know, they gave him shit because he won and he played at a ten. And you go look at his gen and at uh, like the Green Bay Golf Club at the time, he was like a three point eight handicap. Yeah. Um, we gave him a lot of shit for that. And in his defense, they have they have no say in what they what. With pops are well, I the think, same guy who's giving out sponsors exemptions. I saw the difference. They they did show that I guess literally this year versus last year. It's like he got ten last year. He's getting four this year. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so at least, at least they're paying attention. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They they got enough shit for making him a sandbagger. They also probably want him to be in contention yeah, so they, they can I show mean, on TV. Josh right? Allen's getting ten. They want his ass in it. They want his ass. Um, like, hey, bring Haley Seinfeld out here, okay? She's gonna be our Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yeah, um, and the the debut of our guy Nick Dunlap. Yeah, he's he's pro debut, pro debut. I should yep, pro debut. He's officially a, a PGA Tour member now. So yeah, this, good it, for him. Make for a fun weekend. I think he uh, I think he handled it the right way. It was so funny. Someone was giving him shit for not like playing the next week. He's like, "This is how the tour is, man. You play every week. You want to earn your keep." It's like, what? No, he fucking went home and. Told his coach to his face probably that I'm going to quit and yeah. tell his teammates and, you know. Kiss his did, girlfriend goodbye. Yeah. Say, see ya, bitch. I'm going to go get some. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess what? We're breaking up. I'm, I'm gonna getting get ready some. to go in 4.75 million. I'm going to go get some of that tour pussy. <laughs> Uh, words. So I, 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 I tore pussy. Get, get Ashley Perez on the horn. <laughs> yeah, she's looking for a much younger dick than old Pat. Uh, sorry, Pat. Shit, man. Here, talk about a match made in hell right here. This is pretty funny. Hideki Matsuyama playing with legendary catcher Buster Posey. Okay, <laughs> how'd those guys meet? Two or three time World Series champ. Uh, good question. I'd love to hear the conversation there. Uh, there's a big Japanese contingent in San Francisco. So I get it. Yeah. He's probably like, oh, Hideki. He just like speaks fluid Japanese. He's like, oh, yeah, do domo, domo, What did you just say, words? Domo, domo, I don't know. Samurai. Um, okay. So obviously, before Pebble, though, I mean, shit, your boy Pavon, Corey pa- Pavon's <laughs> bastard son. It's Pavon. Fucking Matthew Pavon. Matthew. <laughs> oh my God, Matthew Pavon. Can we can we simply talk about how crazy of a tournament that was? One that yet another long shot winner through four tournaments. We have had t- the winner has been selected by two people, and that was back at c- when Chris Kirk won the fucking first tournament of the season. <laughs> Then we did have the guy cash in on Bazudentout getting second. Yeah. He was the only person that picked Bazudentout. Other than that, like, we're used to having winners that we have, you know, up to 80 fucking, like, you know, a popular guy. John Rom wins at a popular event and 80 fucking people are on him, 100 people are on him. We have had fucking three people that have picked winners. Three. Yeah. Fucking crazy. It is crazy. Well, so many guys, like, you know, the 40 to 1 shots who typically win these tournaments have gone to live. Uh, so that has something to do with it, but I don't know. I like it. it the tournaments have been fun coming down the stretch, every single one of them, which is good. You haven't had like that 
no name winner who's like running away with it by four at least. Like <laughs> the scoreboard was an eclectic one uh, for Tori, especially. It, it did not have kind of the cream of the crop like it typically brings out. It was kind of like the DP World Tour Bros, but it was fine. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say I don't miss Rom. I'm not going to stand here and not cry. Don't you fucking say that. Don't about you Rob. fucking. I hate Rom. Fuck Rom. I don't hate him, but I mean, live broke golf is a text I sent you. I think at for that scoreboard, I I did love the you know they they did the they released the media for what is it Legion thirteen John Rom's team oh, and it was like all loyalty. the pictures and it was the one of John Rom like up close and he's just like staring into the camera and I forget what like the it was like a meme and it was like. When the when the cart girl asks you for when you've when you've had fourteen beers and the cart girl asks if you are ready for another or something like that I don't know but like just a bunch of shitty stuff Terrell Hatton obviously was the last uh, last card to fall there yeah uh, he, he terrible terrible sixty million dollars what's well, so funny and I kind of mentioned this to you earlier it's like I had forgotten that their first tournament is this week Mayakoba and it's like if <laughs> the only thing they're trying to do is kill the PGA Tour. I don't feel like they're promoting what they're doing whatsoever. I mean, obviously, there's been, Instagram's been bombarded with it this week with ads and stuff. But, like, no one knows when and where they're playing. It's like they're not even fucking trying to do that part of it, which yeah. is very irritating to me. Yeah. No, I... You have badass fields now. Like, at least, like, let's let's see a little... You guys are trying. A little effort. Yeah, it. it I think the Shark, you know, they obviously are excited where they're, they're at. They got the... They, the framework deal is done now, I yeah, guess. And what I don't even mean? know what that I think, means. I think it means we're further apart to getting all of the best players playing in, in tournaments more than four times a year. Yeah. I, I honestly do, because now there's just a price. The, the PGA Tour has officially been priced at $12 billion. And so they're going to work off of that, and they're not going to make anything easy for the Saudis, in my opinion. So I think uh, it sucks for pro golf. And I just, you know, you see the live guys and they're so fucking pleased with themselves all touching each other, which is fine. I would be too if I was that rich. But it just sucks for, you know, guys like me play fantasy golf and want to bet on these fucking horses. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen really the consensus is is that, yes, the players have lined their fucking pockets on both sides, but obviously more so for the guaranteed money guys in live. But... Yes, the PGA Tour is playing for more money now, but how has that changed our perspective, the viewers? And it's like these guys are are, are lying in their pockets; they're reaping the benefits, and we are getting this. We're getting the same fucking product, and it's like, how are you gonna? No, we're not. We're not getting the same product. Exactly, it's, it's much watered down. Yeah, it's much shittier. Yeah, so that's what I mean. We're we're watching golf still. It's a watered down version of what we had, and it's like okay, so like now twice the commercials, well, yeah, so well, we can pay for this. What makes me want to watch this? And so, like, so we can make our investors money. It really is like it. It is. It is killing the casual golf fan for sure. Yeah, or even the fucking diehards like like you and I. You know what I yeah. mean? I have lot. I watched Saturday because you know there wasn't any football on. I watched. I watched all like a lot of the final round. Beautiful see Tory. But <laughs> this just... year so far, I have not watched nearly the golf that I watched through four tournaments last year. Whether that's coincidence or not, well, it's yeah. I don't know what to say about it. Which, like they say, the, this new framework deal. Where it's not a framework deal. It's the deal, I guess. This these new investors, the uh, you know the syndicate of these. Major league franchise owners, billionaires. It's great, um, but like I saw Sam Humphreys, he tweeted he had this long thread 
So shittily written, which is fine. He's a cancer survivor, which is badass. So I, I do give him tip for that. But the last thing he said was, all in all, it just means more guaranteed money for the players. And that's a great thing. And I was like, if you can explain to me why that is a fucking great thing. Because, like, I, I don't want it easy on them. Like, that's why live is shitty. It's because there's, like, no there's no stakes or pressure. Like, if I miss this putt, oh, my God, like, what's going to fucking happen? That's what makes the major so compelling is, like, it's beyond, you know, there is the money, of course, but, like, it's beyond that, right? So I, I don't understand. It's, like, such a great thing for the guaranteed players. It's like, where, where, where are we? We're so far apart now. Yeah, no, it's... It, it, you're right, and that's what I told you earlier. It's funny because I, I found myself watching YouTube golf again last night. I, I spent two hours watching Garrett Clark play Grant Harvat in a fucking one-on-one match, and I was glued to that like it was. And it was, are those guys making too much money? Maybe, <laughs> but that's just as entertaining to me as watching. <laughs> I've watched more. I watched more of that last night than I have of all the live stuff I've watched combined. The most compelling fucking golf I've watched all year is Jersey Jerry trying to get a goddamn hole in one on a golf simulator, yeah. and not it, leaving uh, until he does it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was me. Thirty six hours, pretty, pretty good. The most compelling golf of the year so far. That that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, Live diatribe, but hey, who gives a shit? We, fantasy golf money is still real, baby. Yes, yes, it is. It is words and. Uh, we got a lot of it. We're, we're back to Percy. We're getting Percy this week, baby. Let's go. Words, you got to pick a winner this week, too. Let's not get too far ahead here. I did but. not pick one winner from any elevated event. I don't even know if I had, like, a top five from an elevated event last year. That's that's really where I my ship was sank. And this year, it's different, baby. It's It starts it's I've different learned, now. I've learned so much, John. It's incredible. Well, uh, the one event that I had last year, remember, I, I did have Matt Fitzpatrick at Harbortown, and I had Jordan Spieth, who had sec- second. So I got first and second in that event, and I still didn't win uh, because there was a couple other people that had the same lineup. But it's amazing what kind of difference that makes when you hit on something like that when you're getting a hundred, uh, $3.6 million versus one point five. you know? Yeah. So uh, you pick a winner this week, or you might be behind the eight ball. And who knows, maybe we'll get the same trend we've had going already this year, and it's going to be some guy that nobody knows. But there's 80 people in this field, and most of them are guys that you've heard of. So it ought to be very interesting, and it's going to be intriguing to watch the golf. And I'm glad that we have this as an extra bit of uh, reason to, to care and to watch, right? Yeah. Josh Allen's ass, right? I can't wait to watch Josh Allen's ass. You know who's got the best? <laughs> Ask like Mark Teixeira out there is that Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, Derek Fisher's ass. He's got an ass like Ernie Abercrombie. (laughs) That's why why he's good at rebounding, right? (laughs) That's right. Kelvin Sampson used to call him axe handles. You got two axe handles back there. Really? Yeah. That's great. Um, Well, I guess... Where should we go? Should, do you want to? Do you want to talk? Do you want to hit hit the? Let's finish up with Tori. We started there. Okay. Matthew Pavon outlasted a guy I was heavy on in DraftKings. Steven Yeager really shit the bed on Sunday. He stopped driving it in the fairway, and it uh, it cost him. He's well, a, he's a hell of a player, though. He was a Corn Ferry player, uh, former Corn Ferry player of the year. And you look at that list; there are some badasses on it. Well, so. didn't he have? Didn't he have a three win? Did he get a three win yes. promotion? Like you know, he's he's the last guy to do that, I think. Yeah, uh, I think he's on a crazy cut streak too, like thirty six tournaments in a row, something like that. 
But yes, that's how he got promoted. Okay. Yeah, no, I I think that the German with an actual last name Jaeger, it's like his fucking granddad started Jägermeister, okay? Well, bow down to his feet. Was it 17 or 16 where he just yanked his drive? He tried to cut the corner of the the, the you know, the canyon thing and and he basically didn't and he had to re-tee and makes an unbelievable bogey. Yeah. Um and so that's a JE on uh, 13th par. No, that's a word. They would call that a words part. I've you've done it twice though now, haven't you? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So it's, you know, but, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was Jaeger's golf tournament to lose. Then, you know, when Pavon, 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 <laughs> Pavon, Methy Pavon, he, Looks like he's fucked. He hits his drive kind of up against the lip in the bunker off the tee on 18. He then takes that, you know, he doesn't have much of a swing, but he takes kind of a typical upslope with not much lip to work with and pulls it a little bit left into the thick, thick, thick shit on the left side of the rough. So he's got, you know, a wedge shot from the thick rough over the water to the front pin there. And I'm, I'm like giggling because I'm watching with the dudes. I'm like, this motherfucker is going to blow it. He's fucked. Uh, Nikolai Hoygaard is going to win. He's he's you know putting from twenty five feet pin high. Nikolai, and so P- Pivon gets up there and just hits the best fucking thick wedge shot I think I've ever fucking seen under pressure. You know to like seven eight feet maybe a little outside That's that some spin on it. But even Hoygaard he burns the fucking edge on his eagle putt. It's got to tap in for birdie. So it's right there in front of him. Pavon for the fucking win. And he just drills it. He fucking drills it. So um, third start ever on the PGA Tour. First time a French uh, man has won on the PGA Tour ever. But I guess it's because somebody did win a uh, Open Championship way back in the day. But it wasn't technically considered a PGA Tour event. So um, pretty pretty big considering the, the likes of guys like um, Gregory Havre and Thomas LeVay that have come before him, right? <laughs> Let's not forget old Vandeveld. Yes. Yes. I'm not sure if he ever had a PGA Tour card. Yes. <laughs> After that open, they were like, nah, you stitch your ass over there on the European Tour, Bob. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you see the controversy on 18, though? Like when his ball was in the rough, he takes a pretty mm, deliberate step that her summer saying was like right behind the ball and which flattened it to where he could no. actually get the club on the ball. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. So he fucking cheated, huh? Fucking French cheater, man. And that's why the ball spun on the green. I am I was spun watching him. Damn right. That's why you missed it, bro. Yeah. No, I... So that was what was so funny is I really... I gave him no chance, especially because it looked like the wheels were coming off for a guy who'd never been in that position before. And for him to deliver not Dude. only on the wedge shot, but then the putt. Putt, yeah. A um, lot of guts. From, on POA, bro. Which he had, I didn't realize he had played well uh, at, at Sony. I think he had a top 10 there or something, you know? And it's just like, you look at a leaderboard like that at Sony and you don't think anything of it. You don't think of a guy, okay, I, I could see this Pivon take, taking this and parlaying it. When you see guys on this leaderboard now, a guy that I had never heard of before that I'm intrigued by now, Jake Knapp. And I know I mentioned this to you and Chapo. American. Yeah, and he's a good-looking, young, American, fit motherfucker. But he takes his hat off, and he's got a hell of a mullet with a nice little blonde mustache. So Jake yeah. Knapp's a guy I'm going to keep my eye on. Hot guy alert right there. <laughs> Talking about Methy Pavon. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, he has a free and easy swing, and it, it flies. He's kind of one of those... Like, 
190 ball speed kind of guys, I think, isn't he? I think anybody that is new to the that PGA means flying tr- at 330. Yeah, these guys that are there's not too many guys that are are new and up and coming on tour that are not just absolutely sending it. Yeah. So, um, but I got to give a got to give a shout out Nikolai Horigard here at Farmers. Did you see that uh, his brother Rasmus also finished second over on DP Tour this this week? Yes, yes. How about I did that? See that? So yeah, two that's second awesome. place finishes for the twin brothers who are, are only like twenty fucking two. Yeah, they're they're gonna be superstars for sure. Well, shit. I mean, Nikolai's already played in a Ryder Cup, and I think that you could say Luke Donald accidentally picked the wrong one. It's like, oh fuck, I meant Rasmus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I got him fucking confused. Yeah. I thought this oh, was the guy shit. that sent it. Yeah. So that uh, definitely made for just exciting TV. Uh, did you watch any of the football on Sunday? Well, before that, did you have any other golfers of note that you saw or saw anything from? How about Tony Finau? He's got a new putting grip. It, uh, uh, oof. There were a lot of missed putts. I mean, there's always a lot of missed putts at Tory, but like Tony, he was hitting the ball very well. I don't think he made a putt outside of six feet. It well, was, and he's standing really far away from the ball now. It's all weird looking. It's, it's a bad. Tony's in a bad spot with his putter. Tony's always had that weird, like, his, his the toe of his putter is always up yeah. like it, the way he sits that putter down i mean it, don't get me wrong he's gotten to where he's at for a reason and and me watching him and trying to criticize anything about his swing is is kind of a joke but you're right he doesn't bring this even his back swing has always been kind of funky how he doesn't bring it all the way back he's tall as fuck he he keeps his hands low as fuck he's about like keegan as far as how you know his his hands are down by his fucking knees his arms are extremely long um, but yeah that was the one thing when i went to southern hills to watch the pga I, I i you know i saw tiger was in like the group maybe before or after tony and so i saw him and walking up the the hill on it might have been 9 but his arms were ginormously long like keep it in the circus po sorry it's okay i was about to sneeze wasn't that important yeah i know uh tony but that's probably how he gets a lot of his distance you know i mean that has a lot to do with it right and that's why some of these wiry fucks hit it so goddamn far really z yeah um or my man grant who who we we were just talking about horvat (laughs) (laughs) or yeah ricky knapp oh Jake, Nap. Jake Nap. Yeah. Um, shout out to Zalatoris. I mentioned to you, uh, you know, midway through, it was good to see him somewhat in contention. He finished T13. He was like the only chalk to make the fucking cut. Yeah, well, quietly, Hideki was right there, T13. I think Decky finished with six birdies in a row. Okay. On, Holy s- shit. on Saturday. So don't fact check me, but you can if you want. Decky... Uh, Decky was popping at the end for sure. So Decky in his round, he did he finish on nine. He must have finished on the the because you know they did a mixed tease. So he finished. Uh, he was six under on his last six, but he went birdie par, birdie 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 eagle finish. Okay, yeah, simple, yeah. So that that'll always help you race up the charts. Uh, whenever you compare that to the day before, when he had on his back nine, he had five bogeys in a row at one point. So. Hideki's right there. Hideki is a guy to watch out for. He's shown some flashes for He's sure. Ball striking Jesse. He can hit these postage stamp greens they got here at Pebble. Hey, shout out, shout out to Jesse. You gonna do it? <laughs> yeah. Hey Jesse. <laughs> How you doing, bud? Um No, I'm not I don't 
I'm going to go out there and tell you I did not pick Hideki this week. Bitch. Okay. I may. Hey, I may. Yeah, you don't. You're gonna pick whoever I don't pick since you haven't fucking made your picks yet. I was thinking Talk about that. I'll, I'll, how about this? I'll text him to you, and you just keep your phone down so okay. you don't see. But I'll okay, I, okay, okay. Well, it was so much fun being on the same three fucking guys this week. Oh, not God. and then finishing outside the top oh, 200. You oh. fucking idiot! Oh, yeah. When I tell you, what you're supposed to get picks? top five, loser. What shitty picks were you, douche? Fuck you, John. Hey, I gotta bring up another guy that actually finished tied for 73rd. Zach Blair, if we remember last year, remember he played his way. He was on a major medical and actually played well enough to get okay. his card. He was he was doing well until he shot seventy nine in the third round. But Zach Blair is an intriguing guy because he was the guy that was doing some golf course architecture while he was recovering from I think it was a wrist injury. So he has got status this year because he was able to get enough points off of his medical exemption last year. So I'm going to keep my eye on Zach Blair. He was in the tournament until. He t- completely fucked up in the third round. So. Okay, nice name pull there. J.E.'s boy, Zach Blair. Yes. I may need to get him a look at DK. Eh? Yeah, hey. 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 All right. Well, let's go over the BLC leaderboard, Johnny boy. Okay. Uh, last week, words, we did have a winner. I don't know if you've paid him yet, but get this. No. This lucky son of a bitch, whoever he picked... Was was not in the tournament. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Think, a bench I, I don't think anyone. This I, is why you always ex- got to fill exactly, in the alternate people. Exactly. So I don't think there was. I'm going to double check. Unless he picked Kevin Streelman, who was the only player to uh, to withdraw. Whoever his third pick was was not in the field. So he was replaced by Akshay Batia, who had a you know a pretty solid finish. Uh, he finished tied for. 13th, 156,000, which was the difference in this guy winning this past week. So Who is this guy? We've got TPC Trosper, Colton Cumby. Uh, he edges out by $60,000. Kegels Bradley, that's uh, Jackson <laughs> Lyle, who was in the league last year. He changed his name. I forget what he was last year, but he was a good player last year. He finished second. Both of those guys are now... Uh, Great name. They're both in the top 20... Uh, TC uh, Colton Cumby, TPC Trosper is now in the top 10. Both great names. In third place, Beasley, that's Scott Barnes. He had uh, $1.1 million. In fourth place, C.B. Ross, that's Ross Miller. He was the last guy to have over a million dollars. Um, and he did that with, with my mate, Jason Day, missing the fucking cut. Um, so he had Nikolai Hoygaard in there, which was a great pick. In four, or fifth place, C.L. Baker 4S, a guy that's been living in the top 10 this year. That's Corey Baker. He had just under a million dollars, nine nine hundred eighty-one thousand. He was over a hundred and I guess one hundred eighty thousand over the next guy. Uh, there was four-way ties for six words, and our guy that was already in the top five throw in charts, Scott Hartman. Yeah. Uh, he was tied with Coors Wright, Brett Wheland. That's a great name, Coors Wright. And words, guess who's there with him? Mo Lester, the son of a bitch, Adam Lester, is back in the top 10. Shit. Don't fuck with him or his family. (laughs) Also tied for six, Daddy Sharks, Arthur Smith. Isn't that the name of the guy who coached the Falcons? Art Smith, yes, Arthur it is. Smith. You want to know something? He's also in the this ownership group, I think, that just bought into the PGA, so congratulations. Welcome to the show. Arthur Blank is who you're thinking of. That's Arthur who you were thinking of. I was right. Arthur Smith was the coach. 
of the Falcons that Arthur Blank hired that just got fired this yes, year. You're, you're, Crazy thing about Arthur Smith, his dad is the CEO and founder of FedEx. So Arthur Smith is a fucking billionaire, like, error. Yet he's a fucking pro football coach. I've always thought that was fucking crazy. That is awesome. It's like, hey, son, if you could do anything with your life, you don't need to worry about money. What do you want to do? I guess I'll just coach football. Okay. I love ball. He just got hired uh, to be the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. Um, Good for him. And rounding out the top 10 words, we have Arthur, Arthur Blank. <laughs> Arthur Blank. I knew it the whole time. <laughs> no putt pirates is in 10th place that's zach pool uh he finished with six hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars words and we had two guys make the cut each we both had the same three picks words harris english and thigala both finished uh down at the very fucking bottom they were both tied for 64th so we won thirty eight thousand dollars words <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so pathetic so uh, that does shake up the top 10, actually, a little bit here because we have back to number one, Ransom Oliver. He's got a $100,000 lead, $5.79 million. He's taking that into another signature event where things could change rapidly. So enjoy number one while you still can, Ran. Falling one spot to number two, let's get snutty. Alan Donato, again, he's just $107,000 behind, $5.68 million. In third, up one spot, throwing sharts, Scott Hartman, $4.9 million. Behind him, Francis Poncherello, Rick Lemming, $4.4 million. In fifth place, up two spots, Dream Aces, Kelby Long, $4.3 million. Right behind him, it's sixth place, C.L. Baker, 4S, Corey Baker. Down one spot to seven, the Onion Burger, Keller Flinton, $4.1 million. In eighth place, down three spots, the Beta Soy Boys, Walker Milligan. He's just $12,000 shy of $4 million. Up 28 spots into the top 10 after his win this week, TPC Trosper, Colton Cumbie. And words rounding out the top 10, down two spots, G Money, Gabriel Gray, $3.85 million. Okay, Goob, still hanging in. That a babe. And words, obviously, we both didn't do very well. We both fell. I fell 23 spots to 88th. You, spelled, you fell 22 spots to 94th. So we are still neck and neck. This week will play a major factor, obviously, in how major, they shake out. Major. I mean, these picks I'm getting ready to make are... Life and death, John. Life and death. Yes. Words. I, here's the thing. We've talked about this before. We stress enough just to, like, make a good pick just for our own personal <sighs> battle against each other. Could you imagine the pressure of someone that's up near the top, especially towards the end of the season? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Don't whiff on your picks. And then, like, especially if you're if it's one of the ones where you pick, you know, Say you pick Thigala, and all of a sudden you look up and he's fucking six over. Like, he had to make three fucking birdies on his last five holes just to make the cut this past week. And think about if you're doing that, and that's your guy, and you're going into the tail end of the season, and you're just motherfucking that person, right? <laughs> you mean, Are you asking me, like, what would I... What, what, what would happen if I was like what Klaus did last year? <laughs> exactly. No, oh. I'm just telling you how much stress. I mean, if you don't have enough stress in your life as it is, just get in this fantasy golf league. Well, you don't know. You don't play DraftKings yet, so just <laughs> just wait. That, that sweat is, is real choice, my friend. Just like this. Choice. 
choice. Okay, should we head it on up north to Carmel, California, bro? Unless you don't want to talk about anything else that happened in our lives or or the casting couch or who oh, died did you or... want? I didn't. I'm sorry. I thought I needed to fluff you up a little bit more with golf before we did on the casting couch. Okay, I like that. Yeah, let's get nestled. <laughs> what? Well, here's the here's the shitty thing. We've talked about this movie before, but. It just do. We need it. We <laughs> really can't need talk to, about it enough. We need to talk about it again. Words, and we don't have, mean Mighty Ducks. I know what you're all thinking. It's, it's not Mighty Ducks. <laughs> no. What's funny is I think Words text me maybe Friday, like, "Hey, what movie we're doing this week?" So like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And then I I said one. I was like, "No, let's not do that. Why don't we just go with an old one yeah, that you old, we can both riff off? Ladybugs, old, old trusty Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yes, uh, which of course, yeah, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, our guy Jonathan Brandes, R.I.P. He killed himself. Uh, let's see, when did he do that? By the way, back in two thousand three. Damn, we're coming up. Yeah, we just oh. had we just November of twenty twenty three. Senior in high school. I'll never forget it. Right? Yeah, no, I remember. I was like, oh fuck, did he really? What was his name in Ladybugs? Jeremy? Martha. Martha, uh, Matthew. Of Matthew, Martha. Um, so, yeah, basically, Rodney Dangerfield is, a, you know, working in corporate America. His, his boss, who's just a total, total cocksucker, Dave, is his name, Dave Mullen. Win at any cost, right? Hey, yeah. that's how you make it in L.A., bro. So it's like, you know, I usually hire one of my, one of my associates here at the firm who, to coach the coach my daughter's soccer team, the Ladybugs. Because I'm not going to fucking do it. Yeah, it's like, because obviously these people working for me know a lot about soccer. Like, uh, why don't you just hire a fucking actual soccer hey, coach? Hey. Yeah. Hey, let's hire this 60-year-old guy who's obviously on cocaine. Pervert, yeah. It's like, come, but, but I got to get the promotion. He takes the job as the soccer coach thinking that it's going to be able to get him to get the promotion because he needs the promotion to be able to marry his girlfriend, who is uh, Julie. Or wait, no, Julie's the uh, the black assistant coach, um, the black female woman. Very good-looking woman, by the way. And she worked there at the company too, right? Yeah. Yes. No, uh, her name, the the... Matthew's mom's name is Bess. Bessie. And that's who, that's who. Old Bessie. Rodney Dangerfield, a.k.a. Chester. Yeah. Chester. He needed the promotion Chester to be able to molester. marry, to be able to marry Bess, you yeah. know? And so, um, he's got a pretty. I want to marry your mother, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Don't you want her to be happy? I got to get the promotion so I can marry your mother. Uh, so basically he agrees to coach this team knowing nothing about soccer. And long story short, they suck. They suck cock, and they're it's a bunch of derelicts. Uh, no, they don't derel- really suck cock. No, uh, they don't. They're they're pretty young, I think. Because what was the girl? Uh, yeah, no, but because yes, D- Dave, the the boss, his daughter Kimberly is on so the team, hot. and she was fucking hot. And like, I think I can say that now, even though I think it, during this. Time, oh hell yeah! You know, she was ba- also the girl in Hocus Pocus, and uh, she was Josh Hartnett's girlfriend who like broke his heart in 40 days and 40 nights really like, so hot oh yeah so do you remember whenever uh he matthew is daydreaming and he's on the soccer field and when they're he's like watching the soccer practice he's like i want you to come out and watch and tell him how i can improve on the girl's game and so matthew sees her running and it starts playing dream Dream, dream, dream. And she's like all of a sudden in a bikini. Yeah. And like, oh, she was a little curvy for, you know, 15 or so, right? Uh, but anyways, uh, so all of a she, sudden. She was 18 when they filmed it, we're certain. 
So he comes to watch because obviously Matthew is just like a very skilled, talented soccer player in his own right. So Chester asks asks him to come watch to be able to kind of give him pointers on how to make these girls good. And he's like, these girls suck, Chester. You're fucked. Your backers don't fuck. Hey, you're you're fucked, Chester. (laughs) So then I don't know know where it comes up, but he just gets the fucking, this look in his eye and they're together (gasps) because he goes, Chester, why are you looking at me like that for? Don't you do, don't you do it. Don't you make me do it. And so then he gets the idea to dress up Matthew as a girl and then play her on the soccer team, which, do you remember the scene where they go and they buy Martha clothes? Her, yeah, her dress. And, and, yeah, they're in, a, they're in a fitting room together. Yes. Like, God, this won't fit. And he's like, oh, Chester, no. Force Chester. it. Yeah, Chester, no, Chester. <laughs> and they come out and like the girl and like. Shit, I the, forgot yeah, that. Yeah. We, see, we should need to rewatch these. Right, yeah, I know. Like, if we rewatch this, yeah, if we rewatch this, it's like, like literally, it's like a little girl and her grandmother, and Chester and Ma- Matthew go into a fitting room, and when he comes out, she's dressed like a girl, or he's dressed like a girl. It's like this is this movie came out in fucking nineteen ninety two. Another, this is the perfect era that we've been talking about yeah. here. I'm so glad my parents let me see this in theaters. Jesus, mom and dad, what what'd you think was gonna happen to me? Of course, I'm gonna fucking. Talk about jerking off on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I had no other choice. So, long story short, right? uh, Matthew ends up playing uh, as a girl on the Ladybugs. And it turns their season around because he's really good. And the wig that he wore for all of the games was... Phenomenal. Yeah, how could could that pass as a girl? It was kind of cute. But... uh, now it doesn't even matter. You don't even need to have the wig anymore. Like, yeah, nowadays yeah. for the remake. So you remember? Remember when they go? They go to the championship game and they're playing against like the guy who's like a drill sergeant. And he's like, ah! But then he's like, Chester, you kill, know. kill. Yeah, that's right. Kill. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But it's like uh, the whole time Dave has just got got the fucking gas pedal down on Chester's ass. He's like, now Chester, you know. You'd be right in line for the promotion as long as the ladybugs win it's like, this championship game. And I know Martha's going to be there, right, Chester? <laughs> Remember? Uh, so it's like, Chester, what Martha's done to this soccer team is unbelievable. As a matter of fact, I'd like to invite Martha over to, to our house for a swimming party. And so that's when Matthew calls <laughs> Chester. He's like, skinny dipping. Chester, you got to get, get over here. You got to help me, Chester. Uh, so yeah, anyway, they are going skinny dipping and, and Matthew at the time, you know, he's probably 15. So he's probably going, you know, he's mid puberty. He could have laid some pipe there. Chester, I got a huge boater and they're going to know I'm a boy. I can't tuck it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Chester, if I'm skinny dipping, how do I put it under my fucking uh, waistline? Anyways, uh, so, anyways, uh, Kimberly uh, befriends Martha, and they become best friends. And then, you know, Martha invites Kimberly over. Kimberly just shows up when Matthew's, like, at home about to jerk off. Like, he's waiting to, like, jerk off. And uh, all of a sudden, the doorbell rings, and he goes to the window. He looks outside, and it's Kimberly. He's like, oh, fuck! So, he has to dress up. You know, he has to get back in costume, because he was literally Matthew the boy about to jerk off. And now he has to put on his outfit and become Martha in a matter of minutes, right? Yeah, just that shitty wig and even shittier dress. It's like, Jesus, Martha, is that really just the only thing you have yeah. to wear? And so he gets her downstairs to the deal, and it's like she's like, but uh, Martha, I thought you were going to grab us some Cokes. He's like, oh, the Cokes, the Cokes, the Cokes, <laughs> the Cokes. And then when he goes upstairs, his mom's home. Yeah. 
And so he's having to go back and forth between Matthew and Martha, and then he forgets to take his wig off. Yeah. His mom catches him. <laughs> Chester, Chester comes home. Oh, yeah. no! He, he, like, herds Kimberly out before it's too late, but then the mom catches him, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Did Chester make you wear a wig? <laughs> yes! Are you sucking his dick? <laughs> yeah, so the worst part about this is, it's like... A man who is not the father of a bo- a 15-year-old boy <laughs> literally forces this poor 15-year-old into dressing like a woman and acting like a girl to play on a girl's soccer team to simply get his mom to marry him. Like, how fucked up is that? <laughs> Classic. It's, it's like, one, it's beyond disturbingly fucked up, but two, like... Yeah. Who wrote this film? Matthew is a pawn in this sick fuck Chester's sick love life, right? It gets, it, it gets better, though. Yeah, what happens next? Well, the boss finds out, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's after. So they, they end up, they end up, uh, they don't even, Matthew doesn't even play in the championship game because yeah, he's like, a total farce. They, oh, they just all of a sudden get better without their best player. Yeah. and um, Bullshit. And remember, there was a free kick at the end of the game. And oh, yeah, we know Kimberly doesn't have the leg for that. Yeah. And, and, and Dave, t- Kimberly's asshole dad's like, I want Kimberly out of this game, Chester. Get her out of the or, game. Or you're not prom- Bitch. Yeah. Get her out of the game or you're losing the promotion. He's like, no, I, I won't do it. And I she ends she ends up getting a fucking messy, like, uh, free upper kick. Upper 90. Yeah, like, upper 90 free kick to win the fucking game. Not to mention the uh, Championship. the short Asian goalkeeper learned how to become a great keeper because they, they got her a soccer ball with butterflies on it, remember? Oh, how, could I, how can you forget that one? So, anyways. That was another one of Matthew's plans. Yeah, so uh, the ladybugs, obviously, they overcome a three-to-nothing three, three to nothing, uh, halftime deficit. That wasn't the keeper. That was the ugly one, right? Oh, that's Penny Pester. <laughs> I didn't even look at that. Oh, you're sick. Yeah, and she was like, Penny Pester, if I was a little younger, I'd like to date you. And I was like, God damn, how many inappropriate things can you say, Chester? Fuck. So anyway, if I was Rodney Dangerfield, I'd invite you backstage, no doubt. Yo. So, and here's even more fucked up. So Chester does get best to come back to him and marry him. And then uh, Kimberly and Matthew also start dating. Yeah, of course, because she... Th- Thinks that that was hot that Matthew dressed yeah, up as a girl. Yeah. She's like, well, I could peg him. Yeah, yeah. You must be down for some fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then and then basically at the end of the uh, at the end of the movie, he go, he, Dave goes, I, you know what I heard? I heard Chester dressed up a girl to play on the this tea company soccer team, and it's like. Then all of a sudden it cuts to... It's like, oh, God, I'm going to get fired. Maybe probably should be arrested. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh. And then Chester, all of a sudden, it shows him, and it's like, all right, ladies, we're going to get down for the soccer softball no, game. No, no. <laughs> it's a bus full of boys. Yeah, but, but they you come off. The, they, the boss was like, that's the kind of spirit what we need. That's how you get ahead in life. Yeah. Is that what he says? Something Finish like that. that. Something like that, yeah. No, I mean, basically what happens is is that Chester then is coaching what looks like a Little League boys soccer team or softball team, and when they all get off the bus, they're all girls. So little Danny Almonte slash like, hey. Yeah, so. That movie was way ahead of its time. It was, yeah. I mean, Chester would be in fucking jail, and he's a, he's a sexual deviant child he, predator. He would be head coach of the U.S. women's soccer team if, he was, if this was today. Yes, yeah, so shout out, shout out to whoever wrote this movie. Great job, fucking disturbing Sick. fuck. Written by Curtis Birch, uh, and and here's the thing: there's no link to his name, so that tells me that his career was not didn't flourish too Means much. He's in, j- in prison. Yeah, 
It's like, aren't you the guy that wrote Ladybugs? Lock me. him up! That was me. Lock him up! <laughs> that was a creative genius move, really. Yes, yes. So there there you go. That's Ladybugs. Ladybugs. <laughs> Good. That was dynamite. Yeah, that was a lot better than Little Giants <laughs> last week. <laughs> Even though we got a lot of... A lot of good feedback on the Becky O'Shea post. Yeah, that, that was good stuff. What's it going to be this week? Old Martha. <laughs> Maybe we can get one of Martha with uh, Chester behind him feeling her balloon tits in that dressing room. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's like you saw it, like the like ma- uh, grandmother with that little kid like sees him grope her. <laughs> this is the perfect bridge to take us to the classiest place on earth, the Monterey Peninsula. Or the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. No, because there's a very, very prominent person who died this week, Words. Oh, fuck. Yeah. R.I.P. to one of the goats. Your girl. Oklahoma legend. Even though I I saw she was born in Fort Worth, but reared in more Oklahoma. Home of Toby. Toby. Home of Toby and home of R.I.P. Jesse Jane. Jesse Jane. Porn queen legend. Yeah, and here's what's so ironic. Yes, Jesse Jane, 43 years old, terrible porn legend, uh, took off in the kind of the start of the internet porn days uh, with the likes of uh, Digital Playground was the 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 late uh, the her label. Yeah, I guess the production company production company she was signed to. But they produced the uh, Pirate of the Caribbean <laughs> knockoff porn films, and I saw that. She was in the highest budget of porno ever, with eight million bucks. So yeah, that's that's something. To, that's a feather in her cap. That's a lot of jizz. Um, but yeah, so she was found dead in her house in Moore with her boyfriend, uh, who had been staying there, and I guess it was all stemming from a welfare check because he didn't show up to work for like three days. And yeah. when they went over there, they were both dead, and obviously it, it would be a par- an apparent drug overdose. Which go figure. That's how know. a porn porn actor goes unfortunately it's awful um but ironically enough our boy godsey saw her at the movies like three fucking weeks ago it was it was his daughter he took his daughter to her first time going to a movie and of all the people he sees at the theater he sees lovely jesse jane there (laughs) really putting godsey on blast yeah so you recognize a porn star huh yeah how'd you know her you know i just like you know oh man fentanyl Watch out for that stuff, guys. We've said it before. It's now, uh, Spencer brought this up this past weekend, but it is now so commercialized that there's a, and I've talked about this last year, but there are billboards around the state that, you know, advertises testing your your Coke before you snort it. And uh, so as excited as you are, once you get that fresh bag to just go fucking take a big old spoonful and get wired, test your shit first, Okay. Make sure it's okay. Make sure it doesn't have fentanyl in it because you don't want to die. I know you want to be coked out, but you don't want to die. Test your shit, okay? Okay, now that is the perfect bridge to take us <laughs> to Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach Prom. R.I.P. Jesse Jane. Yes, R.I.P. R.I.P. Jesse Jane and her boyfriend. Yeah. Okay, so that's who died this week. Now, let's take it on up. Pebble Beach Pro-Am. You pull up those groups. I'm going to start the text message. I'm picking right off the fucking cuff. Let's go. Okay. I don't even give a shit so, anymore. Words. We gotta. We gotta remember this too. Uh, this is they're playing Pebble Beach. One, you know, they're in Spyglass. It's just Spyglass. those two. Those two. Yeah. Monterey this, Peninsula the Country Club is done. This is the first year that they've they've limited to those. I, I believe, right? Yes. First time ever. 
And I think that, yeah, as you said, the pros or the, uh, yeah, the athletes who aren't golfers, the real athletes are just playing for a couple days. Okay. So words, I've got the featured groups here. We've got a massive, massive field. Uh, Rory McIlroy is coming back over on this side, fresh off of his win in Dubai. And before that, off of his choke at, uh, in Dubai also, but, um, Rory's coming in hot. First and a second. Scotty's coming in hot. I mean, we got basically most of the top 50 in the world are here. Uh, and aside from, I guess, Terrell Hatton, but it's anybody's ball game and people want to win. This tournament has had a shitty field in the past. Last year, it was because a lot of the guys went and played in that Saudi event um, that they got exemptions for. Remember, that was the one that Varner yes. won right before he actually yep. went to live. Well, Pebble Beach also on the schedule has just been fucked because they 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 put it between Tory and all the big boys used to play Tory and Tory and, and the waste management and so and, well, and the waste management last the year Genesis. wasn't. I mean, the Genesis is two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so it was always just kind of. It's a fucking hassle for these guys also. I mean, you're playing three different courses. You're playing like six and a half hour rounds yep. with a bunch of fools. Yep, yep. And not to mention that the weather is not ideal ever, you know, this time of year there. Uh, so that that can't help. But it can get dicey. It's going to make things a lot more interesting this week with the, uh, with the pushy. So words, you ready to go to the featured groups? Hold on, let me send this text okay. so you don't try to claim. Okay, anyways, so words... We- First feature group here, you talk about a fucking couple of driving just guys that have put on a show. You got the past meets the future, meets the current, meets the present, whatever. Rory McIlroy playing with Ludwig Ober. Those guys are going to be driving it straighter than a fucking string. Okay, I love it. I didn't know. I have not heard the feature groups or looked at any of this stuff. So that is that is exciting seeing those two together. Just the, wait, is it okay? Because they're they're with the pro exactly. so Just do some. Yep, yep. Okay. Nice. I'm not on either one. Um, I don't feel like <clears throat> Pebble Beach, especially how they're going to set it up, is like the course where you can really exploit what badass drivers they are. But I mean, in the same breath, these guys can fucking win anywhere. They're that good. But uh, Rory's only played in this event one time ever. He missed a cut. So I could see me passing on both, which I did. Rory is tied, I believe, as the tournament favorite with Scheffler, which is surprising to me that, like you said, he's only played here one time. I think a lot of people are going to come out of the gates picking Rory. Okay, I think give, so. Give me the kid, though. I'm going with O'Bear. Okay. Uh, this was kind of my late switch up here. Uh-oh. I, I went to O'Bear late. But he's coming off of a top 10 in last week, quietly. Uh, he didn't have his best stuff. There was a stat they showed at one point during the tournament where he had f- uh, seven putts through two holes. He went four putt, three putt. Um, and, yeah, you know, so just erase say, those and yeah, he's probably Give him three shots tournament. better and he's, he's right there. Um, but anyways, Ober is a ball striker. He's the best driver, one of the best drivers in the game right now at the tender age of 20, what, four, 23. Yeah. So I think it's time for Obear. Yes, he's got a win already on tour. This is where he gets to the next level. He wins cat. a signature Get event. that cash. Wins that cash and buys that shitty house he's still paying rent at in Lubbock. <laughs> yeah. And he and Nip Dunlop are going to go cruise the street for pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Martha. Oh. All right. Uh, next feature group, we've got another California kid. We've got Colin Morikawa playing with Big Tony Finau. <laughs> this would be the perfect spot for Morikawa, and I, I never pick him right. I never get a feel for him, and I think like if things start going sideways for him, we know he can get a little bit of bitchy out there. 
Bitchy. And uh, if the weather gets completely psycho, even though he's one and open also, so he knows how to play in bad weather, but I don't know. I, I can't fucking figure Colin Morikawa out. Maybe someday I will, but pass. And then Tony, I think he's, his ball striking is getting there, but he doesn't like putting on POA. And, I mean, there's just no way he could have any kind of confidence coming into this week after the shit performance he had last week. So I'm going to pass on old Tony also. Yep. I'm the same way. I, I picked Tony, or I picked Colin at the century, and I just haven't seen enough from Tony to get me to flip that switch yet for him. He's one of those guys that, like he did two years ago, I could see him coming on strong in the, in the likes of Blaine, Minnesota, and Detroit Golf Club later on the year. So I'm going to save him for later on. Ouch. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're kind of a Blaine. That's when he went you're back. kind of a Blaine <laughs> mini haha guy. That's when he went me? back to back. I know. Uh, words, the next featured group, we got the, the kid making his debut on tour as a professional. Nick Dunlap, who they pair him with? The X-Men, Xander Shuffley, who choked in a home game last week. I'm just joking, he didn't choke, but he does miss some fucking short putts when, Yes, when he does. Matters. I mean, like I said, there are more short miss putts at Torrey than any other course out there. Um, but you're right, he, he does, Xander does, especially when I pick him. So I'm not doing it this week. Oh, okay. I'm off. Okay. Like I said, he was the only chalk that actually played kind of well last week, so... I don't know. I've, I've, I don't think he's traditionally played in this tournament either. Okay, I don't care. Words, I've, I'm an idiot. Obear is my alternate. <laughs> so I'm not. Which one of us is the slap dick, huh? <laughs> I started getting confused whenever I saw some of these here. So uh, sorry about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, no, no worries. So, so the reason why I said that is because the next featured group we have Max Homa and Maverick McNeely, who has traditionally played really well here because, what, his grandparents live on the golf course for like 100 years? Isn't that right? Um, they did. I think they might have sold or, that. Well, no, is it Maverick McNeely's dad? Isn't it? It's his grandpa, I think. Okay, okay. Um, so you're right. Yes, he just puts really fucking well on Poet. Like, his game does not stack up to, like, what Tor- you would expect someone who plays well at Torrey or to play well at Torrey, and he, he he did. He putted really well on the POA again. So he just, he plays very good California golf. So it's not a bad pick. I'm just not, I'm trying to throw some nuclear lobs out there. Well, that's why I, that's why I triggered myself and realized that I had said I picked someone that I didn't is because I picked Max Homa uh, in this group with, with uh, McNeely because Max has played great in California. Yes, we're two weeks away from Genesis, where he always seems to play well. It's his favorite tournament of the year. But he came off of a top 10 last week at the Farmers, not even playing that great. I think he likes playing in California, knows the way they roll. I think he finished in the top 10 here last year. He's got a couple of top 10s at Torrey, or at, 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 uh, at Pebble Beach. So I'm rolling with Max Homa this week. He's won in LA. He's won at Torrey. So now that... Would be Take it on a, north, baby. The sombrero, and then he can go, Yeah, I guess I'll play in the Amex, whatever. Yes. Someday. Yes. So, um, okay, I'm going with Max. Homa. Yes. The yes. California kid. Yes. I think it'll be a popular hey, one this yes. week. Um, remind me, did you you haven't picked anyone yet, right? Nine. Okay, great. So uh, That's your first, right? That sort is. Of. That is. Bitch. Yeah. I sh- now I should pick O'Bear, God damn it. Yeah, he's um, going to win now. I know. Uh, the next featured group words, we got Matthew, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Matt Kucha. Oh, Cooch. Cooch is back. Cooch. How the fuck is Cooch in this tournament? Is he in the top 80 now? He is. He didn't get a sponsor's exemption. I'll yeah, be damned. I guess so. Or did uh, he? He may have 
been one of those Anon five. Yeah. Anon five. Adnan Syed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adnan. Shout out cereal. So I could see Fitzy doing well here. Yeah. It, Especially the weather turns a It makes south. sense. He's a mutter. Yes. He's a mutter, but he's also still a pussy. Yes, he is. Uh, uh, he's a happily married pussy now, though, to a, like one of the hottest bitch. new wags on tour. Oh, God. The whole the whole none account falls, or don't worry, we're on, we're on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think Fitzpatrick, he's shown some glimpses already this year. but Has he? Yeah, I mean, he played all right at Century, but... I didn't. That was about the only time I think he's played. So I know. Did he go? I feel like he like was one of those guys that flew to the Middle East to uh, play in this second. Maybe okay. I don't. I wasn't, I don't I wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah. Who cares? We don't fact check. Okay, very good. Are you on him? I am not on him. Okay, me neither. The next featured group words we got two of the best friends. They're playing again together. Justin Thomas playing with former champion here, Jordan Spieth. I'm on Jordan. He's a guy who typically does play here in this tournament. Plays here a lot and has a good history here. Now, typically, he's playing against a bunch of slap dicks like my boy Tom Hoagie, and he's going to go against the best in the business now. But um, I think he's going to prove something to me. Well, I hope he does, Words, because I'm on Jordan, too. <laughs> For the same reasons you said. I mean, I think, yes, he's probably going to be very popular, but he's played once this year already at the Century. I believe he finished T3, and, and that's not exactly a yard that's built for him. This course right here is. We remember just a few years ago when he hit the fucking death-defying shot where his foot was almost off the cliff, and he ends up making a fucking five and ends up winning the tournament because he had the balls to hit it. Now they're going to build a goddamn wall so people don't try to hit it and hurt themselves. Yeah. Hey, this one's on me, Mike. And I think Jordan is probably what I would... Jordan can play in tough conditions, so why not? Yeah, you know, he's, he's a mutter. He's a mut. He's a you're a bleeder. Uh, Justin Thomas, I don't know. Yep. We'll see. I mean, that's it's. I'm intriguing. not gonna be. I'm not gonna be early on JT. Me either. He played well at what was it, Amex or Sony. He played well. It was Amex, I think. He didn't go out to Hawaii. Yeah, he did. Um, he played so, well. There. Yeah, he, yeah. Easy course. This isn't the hardest of courses either, but the the greens are small, so I you know I could see it. I'm still. I'm gonna be late on JT. I don't know what to do with JT either, though. Okay. I I had to be drunk to pick him. I think. Okay, so so we're both on Jordan Spieth out of this group. The next featured group, we've got the number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler, playing with the defending champion. It's me, Justin Rose. Mm. Did you cake Rosie? No. Me neither. God damn it, we're gonna be in the same fucking group. I doubt it. Uh, I'm savoring Scotty. And Rosie, I uh, I probably should have gotten there, but I don't trust him. It's weird. I don't trust him either. And, and it's I just kind of stare away from back to back tourneys. Right? He won here last year. Not a lot of people repeat. No, I I I don't have the guts to do it, John. the The shitty thing is, is she's better than me. She's better than me. Um, no, I, dude, Scotty Scheffler is, is kind of an anomaly right now. It's like. He is still the one of the best tee to green players and strokes gained. Are you kidding me? But the guy still can't really hadn't figured out the putter. I mean, yes, it's probably a matter of time before he wins and wins a big one. But yeah, I'm not I'm not playing Scotty on any Poa greens. They need to be fucking glassy, no bumps, glassy like like Augusta. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? He's put well there. 
Yeah. No, it, you're right. Will I be one of 200 to take him, or am I going to go all live and say, fuck you? <laughs> Give me P. Reed. Reed. <laughs> Reed. Justine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Justine, you see we got Terrell Hutton? Oh, God. So sick. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> all right, words. We got uh, two more featured groups. We got Ricky Fowler playing with Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. Tommy Fleetwood, who did win just a few weeks ago in Dubai when he <laughs> outlasted out, uh, Rory. For, he was cho- just choked. Yeah. Yeah, he went, He finished birdie birdie um, on top of Rory's choke. And I did say he made that eight-footer, the little windy one to win. I'm on Tommy. Oh, wow. And yeah. you thought we were going to be on the same guys, I'm, huh? I'm taking Tommy. Uh, a true mutter, and this guy fucking, especially after winning again on the European tour, I'm sure is like, Jesus Christ, let's focus up and get this done. So if the weather does turn to complete shit, I think he will really bear down and be like, oh, I can do this. Everyone puts like shit here, so you can't even notice my shitty claw yeah. grip. He's like, I look like, I look look like a hair. wet dog. Look at my hair. Oh, my God. My Shake wife it is, off like a dog. My wife's 50. <laughs> my wife's, my, my stepson's as old as Jay. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ricky. I just I, I've not given Ricky much credit until he. Now that he's like got a new lease on life, he's starting to suck again. <laughs> exactly. All right, words. Last featured group. Talk about a a real big one here because we have the man from Norway, Victor Hovland, playing with a guy who just choked away a great first round last week. Patrick Cantlay, he finished, he, I think he shot 65, then he finishes 73, 74, 75. So, real head scratcher. Yeah, did not play the South course well at all. And yeah. he's he's played well here in his in his career. I know, that's why I'm taking him. Oh. Every time you think you shouldn't, you just, you should. I'm taking Pat Cantlay, pick number two with him, so I'm one step closer to just going full hatred on this asshole again, uh, which is where I like to be, right? But yes. He does. Hey. He does play well here. Typically, does it really fits his game? California, Poa, California. His his ball striking numbers. I did take a peek at those after after the fact because I faded him hard on DraftKings and everything. He was awful. Like he he looked lost. So this is kind of a uh, hopefully not many people pick him type of play. I think I, you got something there because a lot of people picked him in Palm Springs. Yeah. And it, well, and last week I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they got. They got their asses burned, just like he burned my ass in Hawaii already once this year. So this will build up a theme if he fucks me again to where we may not play him a third time, and it may just be spewed hatred towards Feifel. Words have been fucked by Cantlay multiple times. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it does not feel everything, nice. Everything but sex. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, so Victor, I mean, we're talking about the reigning FedEx Cup champion here. I got to think he, as a ball striker like he is, has got to be a very popular pick. But I laid off him. I laid off Cantlay. I'm off the featured groups here. Words, you're on Jordan Spieth, Tommy Fleetwood, Patrick Cantlay. I am on Max Homa and Jordan Spieth. My last pick is a head scratcher. Words, I'm going out there. This is. This is as close to Sepp Straka oh in 2022 as I can get. I'm going with a guy who missed his first cut of the season. Mm-hmm. He followed that up um, after that with a... He's had he's had two good, uh, I believe, T6 and T3. Uh, last week he was T6, T3 at the American Express. He finished T7 here last year in the tournament when it was a watered-down field. I'm going with a man from China. 
I'm going with Kevin Yu. Yu. Yep. He's playing great golf right now. He hits the ball straight. He likes this place. He's played here a couple times now. Went to Arizona State. He's he's been in America for a while. Go with Kevin Yu. I think I think he's trending. I think he's yes. going to get some value, and I think he wants to make a splash in one of these signature yeah. events, just like Kurt Kitayama did last year. I love how the PGA Tour still has the Communist China flag next to his name, yes. too. He's- yes. Okay. Kevin Yu. Yeah. So... Max Homa, Jordan Spieth, Kevin Yu. Words on Jordan Spieth, Tommy Fleetwood, and Patrick Cantlay. What do you think about that Kevin Yu pick? Oh. That was way out there. I like it. He's, uh, like I said, I played him in DraftKings uh, two weeks ago, and he does. He hits it far. Maybe a little, hey, maybe a little crooked here and there, but <gasps> yeah, the guy's a gamer. Yeah, we'll see. Fuck. Oh, man. Is it six weeks in a row for him? Oof. Oh, God. Oh, I wonder if he's tired, John. Oh, God. He is third in strokes gained off the tee. Yeah, he can smoke it. Just like you said, all these young guys are just coming, going nuclear already. So, Oh, God. Strokes gained approach, 136. Ooh. Around really... the green, 176. God, can oh, I change? Can I change? Absolutely oh, not. Oh, God. Oh, bear. Oh, oh, bear. Oh, no. You oh, know he's going to win this week now. Oh, no. Maybe Kevin, you will get struck by lightning and I get oh, bear. I'll put, I'm going to put, I need to, I didn't pick an alternate. So I'm going to put Taylor out Montgomery. Yeah, okay. I'll put Taylor Montgomery as my alternate. <laughs> yeah, good spot for him. Yeah, why not? And why he played not? Decent last week. Top twenty. He makes everything. Just you know, man, Kevin, you what? Oh, John was drunk and picked. Oh no, or no, well, you were sober and picked. Oh, that was the problem, no. wasn't it? He's been sick. If you can't tell, guys, oh, so no. give him some good vibes so he oh, feels better. No, no. Oh, he is—he really does not feel good about his pick. I love oh, it. No. I love it when he's like this. Oh God! Don't try to reverse psych, double psych him into winning this thing by you being depressed right now. And I'm not even going to gloat that you picked him in an elevated event of all things. My God! But, like I said, Kurt Kitayama last year. Because I'm—I'm pretty sure Sepp Straka won because I fucking trashed his ass so badly after you—you you picked him. But what are Kevin Yu's odds this week, Johnny? Actually, not nearly as bad as what you'd think. He sits right behind. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. 110 to 1, right behind Cam Davis and right ahead of Andrew Putnam. See, Cam Davis is a really interesting pick this week. Why is that? He always has the blow-up rounds, but he can also, like, drop the 66s. And they're going to be four guaranteed rounds, so there's not he then have to contend with the cut, which helps. Hey, maybe that's why Kevin send it. Maybe that's why Kevin you is not a bad pick because you know maybe it could be a great pick, John. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not besmirching Kevin you. Hey, the, the DK pundits love the guy. Do they? Yeah. This week, uh, the approach number was talked about about how bad it is. Yeah. No. Oh, no. But these are the easiest greens um, to get up and down from, apparently, what they say. Because the greens are real flat, and so you're chipping the pretty straightforward chips, typically. Okay. Well, so. I can tell you words. Uh, it was definitely Obear was the guy I, I wanted. Another guy that I really almost reached for was a guy who choked here on, uh, like at, as the leader, I believe, two years ago. Bo Hostler, who's also having a pretty good start to the year, I think is a guy that's going to be probably a little bit more popular than we think, but... I do think with it being another signature event and people are just itching for a winner, everyone thinks they're doing bad this year, even though everyone's kind of doing bad. Mm-hmm. 
I do expect people to be blowing their loads on some heavy, heavy picks. Heavy loads on heavy picks. Bo Hoster's never won a PGA Tour event. Neither has Kevin Yu. I don't think Bo Hoster ever will, though. I think Kevin Yu's got the stuff. Really? At least. Yeah. I don't know. I think Bo is pretty good. I think Bo I think Bo will win an event. Okay. Let's just bet let's just bet a fucking sharp stick in the eye. Yeah. Good idea, because he's like what? He's still like twenty seven. No, he's not. He's he's probably thirty by now. No, I think he's pretty young. Let's find out real quick. I bet he is twenty eight or nine. Twenty nine. Twenty eight. Okay, so there you go. So you can Yeah. And he's also from California. I know. Let's bet he never wins, and I'll just I'll get paid after thirty years. It's like, hey, Bo Hostler just beat Tiger's record of eighty three. He's got eighty three wins now. That would be impressive. Yeah. Crazy thing is, is he didn't get one until he was twenty eight. Okay. Hey, we forgot to shout out uh, Choppy. Choppy had a baby last week. Congratulations, yeah. congrats, Choppo. Did we forget to shout him out? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, Maybe we did. Congrats, Choppo and Megan. And I think little Charlie's getting ready to have a kid too. Son. All right. My poor Jackie boy. <laughs> he didn't have a chance. His son of a bitch is surrounded a by degenerates already. Already, he not given a chance. Was that an earthquake or have you been shaking this table? I did not shake the table. Cool. Cool. It's cool, man. Okay, well, those are the shit picks. Buyer beware. Um, you got anything else, John? What are you going to talk about? No. Okay. Well, thank no, you. No, I'm excited to watch the golf this weekend. We've made this an extra long episode. Like you said, I don't think we either either of us anticipated talking about Chester as long as we did. Chester Lester. Um, and I'm not a live hater. I just want to throw that out there. I'm very down on professional golf right now. And so I'm sorry if I'm Debbie fucking down or I'm just trying to tell you like how I see it. And, uh, I'm going to try to watch some live and maybe it'll, I'll see something that is intriguing. I don't think I will. I saw Cam, maybe not Cam Davis was playing a practice round and fucking put his fishing pole together and started fishing. And it's like, yeah, I saw that. that Cam like, Smith. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. There we go. Uh, but it's like, that was obviously like almost staged because he had his fucking fishing pole in his bag already. It's like, is that what you're trying to say? Like, I don't I don't understand quite the marketing there. It's like, oh, look, I, oh, I'm, man, I'm Australian. How, I like to fish. Look how laid back and fun we're all having. I like to fish. Who do you miss the most? Um, Walking? His hot little wife? Yeah, DJ. Yeah, oh, DJ. DJ was fun. Yeah. Miss DJ, he was getting awfully cokey. the 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 annual Aspen cokey snow <laughs> snow trip happened this past week. Yeah, did a lot of yak. <laughs> I'm sure it was just they did a lot of yak. Yeah, they need to be testing for fentanyl. I mean, Co- I'm cokey, sure they got like a a guy cokey you know? orgy <laughs> with Jeremy. That sounds like it could be a the next hot Japanese golfer, cokey orgy. Isn't there the backup quarterback for like? One of the big schools, his name is Orgy. Cool. It's like maybe like old Miss's backup quarterback. His name is Orgy. And when he comes <laughs> in the game, they're like, yeah. He's talking about a guy that like right after he introduces himself, he's got to have a line ready. It's like, oh, yeah. It's Orgy time. Oh, yeah. It's not just in a name either. <laughs> Zip. Where the where the fucking rubbers? Yeah. <laughs> shout out real quick too. We wanted to touch on this a lot more, but it's too late now. But shout out Vince McMahon shitting on that girl's head <laughs> <What> <laughs> during, during a threesome. Hold on, is that, did that happen? 
Yes. He shit on her head he during de- a threesome? Yeah, it said in the, 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 the lawsuit that he defecated on, on, the, on her head and onto her back. Maybe it was piss. Yeah, maybe. We can say it's shit, though. I like that. It plays a lot better. Hey, no one really leans into the tyrannical boss like old Vince McMahon, though, right? I mean, I haven't watched wrestling in, like, 25 years, but, like, whatever storyline's going on now, because the picture they posted of him, like, in the New York Post. Oh, God. He's got, like, the shoe polish in his hair. and like Mustache. The Hitler mustache. (laughs) It's like, oh, man, he is really leaning into it still after all these years. Way to go. Yeah, what the fuck? Because there's a traffic. Like, this all got brought up, and then he paid her off. And it's like seven years ago because we kind of talked about it. Maybe five, whatever. And now she's coming back up because he's getting like a trafficking charge thrown on it because he tried to make her fuck Brock Lesnar, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Man. something like that, yeah. Hey, come on to the WWE. You can fuck my assistant. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that that big a deal? No. Yeah, no, no have bad. you heard of Hollywood? Yeah. How do you think these pictures got made? Yeah, Weinstein, McMahon, those guys. Uh, yeah, so shout out Vince McMahon. He retires. I think he's sad. He's gone. I may, I am sad. Except, now he sounds like a sick per, fucking pervert, so. But hey, what a showman, right? Yeah. I'm more of a Shane McMahon guy. Yeah. Sugar Shane. Shane O'Malley. Who's that? He's a UFC fighter. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, you want okay, me to, let's you go. You don't want to talk anymore? No. All right. <laughs> you guys enjoy the golf this weekend. Bye-bye. You can't drink like me. Keep your head down. You can't smoke like me. Let's Fuck party. your head. <laughs> oh my goodness.